It is Friday, January 27th. This is Discovering Victory Podcast, and we are so excited to share a message today from the Dr. Reverend Wilbur <laughs> Willie Winborn of 19th Street Baptist awesome. Church. We love Pastor yes, Willie, we do. and this particular message was shared on Wednesday morning during our 99th summer season. It is a barn burner. I call this him. Is Part one. I call him the percolator. Oh my goodness. He starts out like slow and then man, he comes at it. So get ready. This is gonna be a message that's gonna encourage your heart. And it's only part one. Let's listen. Let's pray together. Father, we love you, we thank you. You deserve all the praise, Master. You're Alpha and Omega, God. We pray you'd breathe upon us today. Anoint us afresh that we might hear your word, apply it to our hearts, minds, and lives, that you would be glorified. Bless this time. In Jesus' name, we do pray and give thanks. Amen. Let's give God a hand of praise, y'all. Amen. <laughs> now, Alicia, that was amen. want to say thank you to Bill and everybody here. Shout out to uh, my, my good friend, Pastor Paul Cope and his wife, Sister Cope, they're over here. And he is, give me, come on, give him a hand, y'all. And he is, he's the person who said many, many years ago, well, you need to go to Keswick. So he's here. Special shout out to Barbara's Place. Yeah! Come on, y'all! Yeah! He said, would you go down to Barbara's Place? I'm like, all right, okay. And I was like, and I was like what, a, what a, be encouraged. Huh? You know, I still know your names. I still know your names. Crystal, Neely, Cheyenne, Julie. I'm going to encourage you in the Lord. Amen? Pastor, Ms. LaRitz, thank you so much for your encouragement, your prayers. Rose is doing well, y'all. She's up and about, y'all. So pray, God, pray for my dear wife. So let's, let's get into God's word. In the early turn of the century, legend goes that there was a ad put in the newspaper, 1900s, England. Men wanted. Dangers ahead. Constant dark nights. Return is doubtful, but in case of success, there would be recognition and there would be honor. That was given by Sir Ernest Shackleton. And he was an Arctic explorer, Arctic explorer, and he had this ship called the endeavor, and he was calling those with an adventuresome spirit to, to go out to get gain and name and fortune. And when you think about it, that's what the Lord kind of does with us. Think about it. He says to us, men, women, wanted, danger ahead, will be some dark nights. says, but with success, there will be victory and there will be honor. And so today we want to talk about this element of, of laboring, having a, a laboring spirit. This brings us to Ephesians again. We're, we're, we're still in Ephesians chapter 4. Therefore, I, prisoner of the Lord, beseech you to walk worthy of the calling which you have been called with all lowliness and gentleness and long-suffering, bearing one another in love, enduring to keep 
the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. We're in verse 3 today. So as we go back, Paul writes this letter to the church of Ephesus. First half is doctrine. As we review, right, we're, we're blessed. Seen in the heavenly places. That middle wall partition has been broken down. We have been what? We have been saved by grace. Chapter 3, the bringing in of Jews and Gentiles together. Paul, he gets happy. He, he wants us that we might be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and the length and the depth and the height of his love. And then he gets happy and says, now to him who is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all we could ask or think to the power that works in us. Then we have the application and how we're supposed to what? We're to walk. If we go back to the previous weeks, we said what? We are what? We are, we are prisoners of Christ and we're on the path. And he has what? He's got a plane. And then as we go, we said yesterday that we must uh, walk with what? Lowliness. Wasn't that rough, y'all? Lowliness. It was. It was. Then long-suffering. Come on, y'all. Look, I can see your face. Long-suffering. Oh, Lord. Suffering long. And we're like, by the time we got to the love part, walk in love. Like, thank you, Jesus, that we might what? Serve and work and live in alignment with Lord, in agreement and abiding with him. Because this element of, of unity, it's, it's not always that easy. And so we've talked about what? You know, a lifestyle of, res, of resilient unity. Resilient. And why is that? Because we're going to leave here and go home, aren't we? Get your phone out. See the news feeds coming in. So you just watch the news. You're in your car. Somebody cuts you off. <laughs> and just that fast. And so we talked about, you know, uh, the, the linkage and the agreement of head, heart, hands, and feet. Right? Then we, we, we talked about the, the, the linkage being united in what? In love. And so today we want to focus on being united with a laboring spirit, right? United in a, a laboring spirit. It brings us to, to, to verse 3. Endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. So what can we learn from this one verse that will encourage us and help us in this, this laboring spirit. Well, the, the first lesson is this. Uh, labor in trying for God. Labor in trying. It says endeavoring. Apply yourself. Zeal. Work. Serve. Eager. Diligent. Zealous endeavoring so labor and trying for God now the implication behind this is that there are two things that are, that are important as we're endeavoring and zealous and we're laboring and we're trying we have to be alert and we have to be eager because unity there are those who want to come against unity and bring about what disunity you know, think about the Bible. There's three themes. There's, there's chaos, there's order, and there's rest. That's how we go. So we've got to be alert, and we also got to be eager, endeavoring. Think, think back to um, 
David and Goliath. Philistines on this side, Israel on this side, and got the Valley of Eli. Jesse sends uh, David to go check on his brothers, and they're going, and they're going back and forth, this war both sides. And so David is alert. He said, what's, what's, what's the problem here? The giant of Gath, defiling the armies of God and talking down to Israel. And so David is alert. He says, here's that confrontation part. Again, we talked about. Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that would dare defy the armies of the living God? No. We ain't going out like that. Uh-uh, alert. I'm a, no, I, I can take care of this. Saul's here, take this army. No, I, I have not tried. I don't know anything. I don't, no, uh, I have a, uh, a slingshot. And... If God can use me to deliver my sheep, there's when sheep again, from the lion and the bear, I can take care of him too. Goes down by the brook, gets, gets five smooth stones. He, he, he just needs one, but just in case anybody else wants some of this. <laughs> Goes, right, approaches. He's alert. Let's the rock fly through. I was, I was like, God blew it. Boom, and hits Goliath in the part that is exposed, he goes down, and I love this part. Then David goes over and takes Goliath's own sword and cuts off his head. Uh, uh, where's Bill? Bill, we, years, years ago when I had kids ministry, we were doing kids, and I showed it, Illumina. Yeah, Daddy's here. I don't even remember that. And I was showing this thing about David and Goliath, and this one was Illumina. And what happened was in the video, when David goes and cuts off Goliath's head, the blood would spurt up and everything. <laughs> I was like, I listen, don't, don't. I say, come on, y'all, don't tell your parents. Don't tell your parents, right? So, 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 the, one, so the one kid was like, show it again. <laughs> Got the head. He's weak. Right, and he is alert. But watch the New Testament. New Testament, alert. Watch this. So here we have uh, being alert. You have uh, Peter. New Testament, right? So Peter, in this element of unity, is eating with the Gentiles. So watch this. He's at the barbecue. Peter, Jewish. And we got, you know, collard greens. <laughs> Macaroni and cheese. Cornbread. Come on, somebody. You know. Fried chicken, right? <laughs> but didn't they have ribs? <laughs> The, 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 not the beef ribs, but the pork ribs. And so, yeah. so Peter's like going, mm, you know what? But when, when his Jewish friends come, got the cornbread and the friend. When the reason, no, I'm cool, I'm cool. <laughs> I'm not, I, no, 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 I'm not eating that. Watch this. Paul comes to confront him on his hypocrisy and said, that's not cool, man. So what I'm saying, in our endeavoring, you know, you know, labor trying God, right? We have to be alert. We got to be mindful of anything that would come against God. But then also, uh, this endeavor, we have to be what? We have to be what? Eager. Eager to serve. As Pastor said, uh, Isaiah caught a glimpse of the glory of God as his train filled the temple. And Isaiah says, whoa, woe is me, I am undone. 
And the question is, well, who will go for us and who shall I say? Here am I. Send me. Eager to go. Here am I. Send me. And that was rooted in what? An encounter with God. When we encounter God, and he, what? he makes ways out of no ways, it, it forms us that, that zeal. Try zeal. Apply myself. Yes, I can go. I can do. I can, I can serve you. Yes, I can. That encounter with God, it fuels us. Hmm? That encounter with God moves us to having devotion to the Lord. Gives us direction. Makes us eager. Alert and what? Eager. Endeavoring. Eager to say hi to my neighbors. Can you get, get back home? Good to see you. Good morning. How are you? We've been here at Keswick. We should come back with glow on our face. People don't look like you don't look. Hey, how you doing? Good morning. God bless you. Good to see you. How do we see this? We see this in the life of Moses. I, I love this. Uh, turn with me to uh, Exodus. This is, this is Exodus um, 33. Now, you know, in the context of, uh, the, of the text, you know, Israel, they've been, they've been liberated from Egyptian bondage out in the wilderness. They wouldn't do great. They start murmuring and groaning and belly aching and complaining and whining and crying. Oh, they got us out here. Oh, did we go back? Oh, I miss the leeks, the onions, the garlic, the bellies. Go. We're not going back, right? I ain't going. They belly aching. Stiff-necked people. God said, I'm going to consume them. 30, chapter 33, Exodus, verse, verse 11. The Lord spoke with Moses face to face as a man speaks to his friend. Mm. Now, later on, you know, verse 13 now, therefore, I pray if I have found grace in your sight, show me now your way that I may know you mm. and that I may find grace in your sight. And consider that this nation is your people, Lord, They're your people, Lord. How many pastors have prayed that prayer? Lord, these are your people. <laughs> and he said, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Now, verse 17. The Lord said to Moses, I will do, also do this thing that I have spoken. Here it is. For you have found grace in my sight, and I know you by name. Come on, somebody. Huh? Right? That's why I say, I said, I worked on the names when I left. When I left coming up, I worked on all the names. I was like, I missed one person, but I worked on all the names I saw. I said, yeah. Right? So he knows my name. Somebody knows my name, right? God said, Moses, I, I know your name. Now watch this. Then here's his prayer. Here's the prayer. Uh, Pastor, here, here's the prayer. He says, since I have found grace in your sight, Lord, show me your glory. Help! Oh, show me your glory. And God like, no, 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 wait a minute. You can't see the full effects and frontal effects of my glory and live, but I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to put you in the cleft of the rock, and then I'm going to pass by. I'm going to proclaim my name. Come on, chapter 34, chapter 34, verse 5. Now the Lord descended in the cloud and stood there with him and proclaimed the name of the Lord. Somebody say hallelujah right there. Huh? And the Lord passed by and proclaimed the Lord, the Lord, Yahweh, Yahweh. Ha! 
God, merciful, gracious, long suffering, abounding in goodness and truth, keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgressions, and by no means clearing the guilty. God passed by. Now, so God also says, I want you to build a tabernacle. Remember, alert and eager. Would y'all go build a tabernacle? So when we go to chapter 35, he talks about, again, uh, the tabernacle. And watch it. Sabbath rest. Barbara's paper, we talk about rest again, right? S Sabbath rest. Six days the Lord labor, seventh day he rested. Sabbath, he says rest. And he says, I want you all to get everything you have together. And he says, I I'm going to, this is verse 20 of chapter 35 of Exodus. Follow me now. And all the congregation of the children of Israel departed from the presence of Moses. Then everyone came whose heart was stirred. Verse 22. And they came both men and women as many had a heart willing. Verse 23. And every man. Verse 24. Everybody. Verse 25. All the women. Verse 26. All the women. Verse 27. All the rulers. Verse 29. And the children of Israel brought a freewill offering to the Lord all the men, all the whose heart were willing, they brought these things to the Lord that they might have a place that they'd be able to worship. And God filled them, the artisans and the craftsmen, with knowledge and wisdom and workmanship to design and artistry. And verse 34, and he has put in his heart the ability to teach. Verse 34, and he filled them with skill in all manner. Huh? The people are bringing, alert, and they're eager. They're bringing the resources, everyone who had a willing heart who was stirred. Exodus chapter 36, verse 5. Talking about eager. The craftsmen, those doing the work, said to Moses, brace yourself. The people bring much more than enough for the service, the laboring, the working, the worship of the Lord, which the Lord commanded us to do. Verse 6. So Moses gave a commandment, and they caused it to be proclaimed throughout the camp, saying, are y'all with me? Let neither man nor woman do any more work for the offering of the sanctuary. And the people were restrained from bringing. Let that marinate. So Bill gets up one day. Pastor Paul gets up one day. Pastor Larry, Pastor Gary. Pastor Ritz, and you go to their church, and they get up, and all the pastors, and they go, we got an announcement. Trustees are all in agreement. Do not bring anything else. We have more than enough. He's more than enough. Can you imagine alert? eager to give unto the Lord. 
He's more than enough. Application. Keep trying. <laughs> Keep trying. Use your gifts, your skills, your talent. Have a, have a willing, can-do spirit. Labor and trying for the Lord. And if there are times when you fall and flounder and mess up, fall down, get back up. I said to one of my prayer party years ago, throw it to the wall until it sticks. Don't stay down. Get up. Keep moving. So watch this. Try God. Try faith. Try God. Because watch this, because God tries us. I think about Job, right? Everything was going well. And the Lord did what? He tried Job. And when it was all said and done, huh? Job had double, he said he had double for his trouble. Endeavoring to try God. We look at Malachi. He said, prove me now with him. Try me. Bring all, what's it? Where the pad? Bring all, bring all the tithe into the storehouse. That there may be meat in my house. And prove me now. Try me. And see if I will open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing and not room enough to receive. Paul runs up and says, yeah, now unto him was able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all we could ask or think according to the power that worketh in us as we have what? That laboring spirit, one of another, we labor and we try God. And we come to find out, yes, God can do. I tried it, and I know it for myself. Back to feet, children. So, lifestyle, right? Resilient leadership, right? Trying God. We're unit, united in laboring. We do what? We, we labor, and we try God. Keep on trying. Second thing is this. Labor and doing the work. Labor and doing the work, right? Again, here's your first point again. Labor in trying God. Second point, labor in doing the work. It says here, next phrase, keep the unity of the spirit. Now, now this, this word, right, unity, now, it's only in the Bible twice. It talks about being um, in agreement, in accord, in harmony, Maintaining unity. And this points back where it says, you know, uh, keep the unity. It points back to verses 4 through 6 where you have all the one body, the one spirit, the one hope, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one Father who is above all and through all. And, you know, it, go, it goes back there. It goes back to the element of doctrine. So what fuels our service and our work and our labor is knowing the doctrine of God, that God is there supporting us. He is there working in us and through us. This goes all the way back to Genesis chapter 1, y'all. When you look at Genesis chapter 1, it says what? In the beginning, God. In the beginning, God did what? Created the heavens and the earth. Then it says, and the earth was without form and void. Darkness was upon the face of the deep. Watch this. And the spirit of God. Let's go back to verse 1. In the beginning, God. Right? Then we have verse 2, the spirit of God. And then in verse 3, it said, then God said, let there be light. Jesus is the word of God. The word is made flesh and dwelt among us. And so right there in Genesis chapter 1, 2, and 3, you see the, tr the trinity of God, the triune God. And then God says, let us make man. And we're made in what? His image. 
That's why I said to you our Bible study a couple summers ago was faces, not races. Can I get a witness, hmm? And so we are called to do what? We're called to reflect the glory of God. And watch this, and have a mind to work with that devotions, with a direction. I think about Nehemiah, the rebuilding of the wall. It said the people did what? They had a mind to do what? A mind to work, to do the work of God as servant leaders. We look in the New Testament, the Holy Spirit. We look at Acts chapter 2. It said on the day of Pentecost, it's of a great mighty rushing wind. They were the disciples, those early church leaders in the upper room, and the Spirit of God fills them that they can do what they can do, the work of the ministry. And then watch this. God gives gifts to the body so we can do the work. Huh? And watch this. There is diversity, but there's also unity because we all can't do the same thing. And watch this. And what I don't have, you have, what you don't have, and I have. And if we get past looking at the, the covering, you're Hispanic. You're black, you're white, you're male, you're female. We would be able to come together and be able to labor and be able to serve and serve the Lord. All right, James, what are you doing this weekend? I have no plans. What you are you doing? No plans. No plans. Okay. I don't know what I'm doing yet either. Yeah. That's, that can be but good. But that's okay. Maybe we can do something together. That's true. <laughs> Actually, I'm running a nursing home ministry. Okay, okay. Because <laughs> Jan just had her... Hip replaced. Okay. So she's still tooling around with her water I see. and stuff like so that. So it's National Chocolate Cake Day. Maybe you oh, can bring her some chocolate cake. Chocolate cake. Yep. My, if my kids are watching and my grandkids, my mother-in-law made the best Oof. moist chocolate cake with white icing. Did anyone follow that? Follow yeah. That up? Yeah, my recipe? daughter Laura loves to, to make that for oh, her kids. Oh, that's great. But she lives in Minnesota, so any chocolate cake is good pony express ruthie schmidt here on our staff makes really good okay. chocolate cake. so let's okay. stop talking about that yeah okay <laughs> what else uh on the 30th uh this coming monday pastors and ministry leaders conference week kicks off okay so very much looking forward to having dr dave ritter here and jeff and sue duffield jeff will be sue here duffield. with joycely worship there yep. that's gonna be fun <clears throat> yep it really is yeah looking forward to that week we have um, if you aren't able to make the entirety of the week, you should really take advantage of Tuesday, January 31st. We're going to have an opportunity for pastors and ministry leaders to come on out free of charge to experience a day at Keswick. So you'll be able to have breakfast with us at 8 a.m. Uh, at the Ross Memorial Building. We'll be able to move over at 9.30 over to the Hayes Auditorium to experience the message and worship with Dr. Dave Ritter. and so, <laughs> Sue and Jeff Duffield, that's funny, uh, with Joyce Ciata. And then at 11 o'clock, uh, the Keswick staff and Bill's going to host um, uh, an introduction into the Keswick ministry and how we can come alongside of pastors and ministry leaders to uh, show, tell you about how we can help. That's awesome. So yep. check it out, 1-800-453-7942, or you can visit our website, www.americaskeswick.org. Okay, what else? So we have a hymn sing coming up on February 2nd, and the focus of that uh, time is going to be on God's amazing love. Great focus there. And then we have a the girl talk is going to be February 8th, Wednesday morning. Jesse Seneca from More of Him Ministries is going to be sharing the word that day. The following evening will be men's 
Fellowship Night with Pastor Randy Smith from Grace Bible Church in Wall, New Jersey. Awesome. Yep. So check it out. Uh, great opportunities for you to fellowship. Uh, the food is amazing. Uh, we just yeah. love to have you on campus. All of our things are available online, but you know what? It's not as much fun. You miss the great yep. on live experience. We can give you a hug. This is true. This is true. <laughs> so I want to encourage you to check all that information out. Again, www.americaskazik.org. Just a reminder that we do depend on friends like you to support the ministry with your gifts and prayers. It's a faith ministry. We depend on you to help us do what God's called us to do. So give a gift today by calling 1-800-453-7942, or you can give online, www.americaskazik.org. Donate now. Have a great weekend. Join us on Monday at 1.30 for Worship Live. God bless.